0: Good morning, good evening, or good night, depending on what time you are listening. This is Valerie Nicole with One Girl, One Mic Podcast. How y'all doing today? I am here with J. up? and L.B. Hey. And Mr. White will be joining us a little bit later. He's kind of running a little behind, but we had to kind of go ahead and start without him. How y'all doing today?
1: As well in my little world. That's what's up. Okay.
0: Th- it's so nice outside today. Like this Beautiful. is kind of like these last few days been pretty like springy and good, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I agree.
1: Would have been a nice day to get on the grill.
0: Yeah. It would have been a perfect day to get on the grill.
2: If I could eat, it would be a nice day. To get on the grill. <laughs> oh yeah, because
0: LB is doing a ten day cleanse. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So sad, so sad <laughs> <laughs> I need to be doing some type of cleanse or whatever But I'm not So today we are going to be talking about um, The recent tragedy that just happened with Nipsey Hussle um, I'll start off by saying I have been knowing about Nipsey Hussle for a minute If anyone knows me or anybody that knew me Like when I was really younger I used to be I'm, I am still am a huge Snoop Dogg fan But I used to have a huge crush on Snoop Dogg like Snoop Dogg was like my boo in my head so when Nipsey first came on the scene I really liked him physically because he reminded me of a younger Snoop Dogg I am like oh my god like this is my man all over again so I had a huge crush on him wasn't really listening to his music at first and then in 2013 when he dropped the Crenshaw mixtape and he sold the mixtape for $100 a piece I was like, wait a minute. It kind of like piqued my listening ear and piqued my interest. Because when I was like looking about looking it up online, it seemed like it was just like culture of people that had this secret that I did not know anything about. Like, who are these people that's actually buying this free mixtape for $100? So, like, who are these people that's buying this CD for $100? And they could download it for free. And then Jay-Z bought a hundred copies of the CD just off rip, just because. So after listening to that, it kind of went from a, oh my God, like this is my like little fake boyfriend in my head, physical attraction, to no, like this young man is actually rapping about something. He has well produced tracks and like really good put together CDs. So I actually became a fan of his of his music then. Um it still seems unreal to me. Like I couldn't watch the funeral, and even when watching the clips of it that I could, I could only think of, if I'm Lauren, I have to be sitting at his funeral going, so wait, so my nigga not coming back? Like, he just told me he was going to the Marathon store to go give old boy some stuff. What do y'all mean he not coming back? Like, I just feel like it was... I don't know. I haven't felt this way since Tupac died. And I know with social media, everyone is like have their own opinions. And now everybody want to figure out who is the nip of your city or like you feel this way about him. And he is a celebrity. You never met him, but you may not feel that way about people, you know. I don't think that that's fair. I think that it's okay to feel. I think that we've become so numb to violence and to death that we don't feel. And in, in this moment, if you actually feel, allow yourself to feel hurt, grief, or whatever, even though you didn't know him because he did touch so many people's lives and he definitely touched mine. So, that's what we're going to be talking about today. Nipsey Hussle, his death, his legacy, um, and gun violence in our neighborhoods. And have we become too numb to it? Like, what's your take? Are you guys both Nipsey Hussle fans? I'm assuming you guys are. That's the reason why I brought y'all on. Come on
1: now. <laughs> well, the first time... I got put up on Nipsey. I was listening to a Rick Ross song called The Found the Youth, and he had a video for it, and Nipsey was in, he was on the song, and I liked his verse, and I was like, I like this dude. Mm -hmm. So after that, I kind of, you know, just stayed on top of what he was putting out, listening to him. And what what really touched me is kind of like the same way that it was with Pop, was that I seen an interview with him, and I listened to what he was saying in the interview, and that was always my my thing is has always been like the intelligence of some of the people that we come across. And he was an intelligent brother, yes. and that's what impacted me. Just like listening to what he was saying, he was always like ahead of things that people other people were doing. Like he had a, he had a, invested in the business dealing with cryptocurrency and and putting people up onto what's the next cryptocurrency to pop and like mm-hmm. and so. Um, and he was talking about how black people weren't in none of the tech companies, Facebook, none of these tech companies that we are all, we all using, but we're not in the positions in these companies. And so he was, like, trying to get young people to be able t- to educate them and put them in a position to where they can participate in these companies that they're giving their money and their time and energy to. Yeah. And so just then on top of that, he was just a solid dude. Like, the principles that he stood on, you hear him talk about certain things. And what he stood on, like, like you just could tell he was a solid dude. So I always so, appreciated and respected that about him.
0: So I will say this: is that this is, I think it's sad that it had to come after his death. For me, that I didn't see the, the difference between the music and the movement. Right. Mm-hmm. Like they were both kind of combined for me and everything you saying, like, that's what made me think about it. Like, OK, like I really enjoyed his music, but then I heard him in interviews and he was so, you know, intelligent and he was actually getting people. So well, someone posted this on my Instagram post Um They said, I didn't even listen to his music until yesterday. I was more of a fan of his movement, what he stood for and what I hope he would become. I've become. I mean, I'm sorry. I've been following his rise, personal life, and his energy. I didn't see every documentary Dog has ever gave. After listening to his music yesterday, I realized his gift was bigger than music. And I'm just like, wow, like here is this person commenting, not even about the music, just only about the movement. Like I didn't know that, that mm-hmm. it was so separate until after his death. LB, like you wanna give a little bit of insight of when you first started listening to that? I didn't fall in love
2: with I didn't fall in love with his music until Victory Lap.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. Mhm. I'm listening.
2: I'm so nosy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, could you stay focused? Okay. So I didn't find, fall in love with his music until Victory Lap. Um. But I noticed something I saw what he was doing in his community. I. Um. But when I heard that album, it was like it was real it was like yes. you know we we rocked the album all opening day that whole time last, last year
0: opening day that was 2018 from the moment I heard the CD I kept saying this is should be album of the year this should be album of the year like this is a solid body of work it like yeah
2: it was yeah the stuff he said in it it was good
0: yeah so that's when you like first so that's like what did you, his music what I about his movement on.
2: His, I love his movement like what he did in his community and stuff and um, how he brought the gangs together not so much together but not fighting you know what I'm saying you don't have to be on the same side to just don't be, you know, not to be fighting and disagreeing and all that. Right. Um, trying to bring the violence down in his community. I love that. Mm-hmm. Buying up the block, I love that.
0: Okay, right. So this girl um actually put on Instagram a whole chart of his effect and what he's had over, like, everyone and his effect, like, not outside of music. Like, this is all outside of music. Like, everybody he's affected as far as, like, you know, teaching and preaching, like, self-love, buy back the block, and things like that. Mr. White, he's here. He's arrived. He looked like he fresh off work.
3: Where's, uh, <laughs> I got
0: a handful? He bought his business. He bought his business. That's so attractive to me. It's okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, so this girl, she put out this whole chart of, like, his reach and, like, how he affected, like, all of these lives and things like that. And even the interview that he did on the um, Breakfast Club, the books that he um was talking about, I actually bought those books as Christmas gifts this past Christmas, even though, like, whatever. I don't really celebrate Christmas, but whatever. So I actually gave them out as gifts. And the, the men that I gave them to, they really, really enjoyed them. The ones that have read them yet. The ones that they didn't. I don't what? care. Like, you still have them in your um what? library.
1: What books is these?
0: Um, the way of the the yes, and the spook, spook a long time that ago. um, the spook back door movie, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Have you seen that movie? I have not. Mm-hmm. I didn't even get a chance to read the books. I just gave them to black men. Like yeah. he Where said the, that Lauren actually gave him those books. To yeah. read. the
1: way the superior man is like that book is serious. Like if you dealing with women, like it, it gives you some serious insight into dealing with women. Really, like, like, for real, for real. Like when I when I like I still haven't read the whole thing. Do you but, recommend
0: women to read it? I'm sorry.
1: Um, I mean you can. I don't. But it's just. But it's really good for men in handling women emotions. Like, like just the energy. Like all of that. It's just because again, like the a, the average man probably not sensitive or aware enough to understand from a point of view outside of itself right so oh that's de- deep so then when you're dealing with the when you dealing with that this gives you this, it, it helps you look and step outside of yourself and see where she coming from mm-hmm. and what's going on with her so you're just not like man why is she acting like that why uh, she get on my you know what i'm saying so now you're seeing like okay she this is where she coming from and this is why she's doing that and this is how you can help yeah handle the situation so that it doesn't become toxic or
0: right that's Uh, good that's deep so now i have actually purchased the book for a few guys so now i'm gonna have to purchase it for myself and read it so my question is what do you think like his legacy will be like now in his demise like what do you think the legacy
1: is i mean the legacy is already established is it's basically you can see what his legacy is when you Mm -hmm. see the people the impact that he's had on the people like like I was talking to a friend of mine and she and she was like I didn't know he was this big or 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 he, he no she she basically was saying that he got bigger after his death and I'm like no he didn't get bigger after his death it's just that people now are finding out how many people lives he touched and impacted That's all right. it is like so he was he was he was he had a, a a huge impact on the people that around him that knew him and so The people that did know of him are now finding out how big of that impact he had was. Yeah, because even I knew
0: him and I'm even like going back, listening to old songs that I hadn't heard before. And I'm so appreciative of people that's been posting like all the different type of, you know, like all the different old songs that they may I've never heard before. So I'm like, he was on a
3: ton. He's got so much content. You know, I've had an argument with people about uh, the whole his impact over Tupac. And so but
0: wait a minute before you go there like what do you think his legacy will be now that he's gone like what is what do you think his legacy will leave
3: I I believe that more people are are going to be inspired to follow in that path of ownership. Yes. Like there's so much coming out now on what was coming down the pipeline that he was doing. That was huge. -hmm. Okay, and people are starting to see like, man, this is a true story of someone coming from, you know, somewhere that was, you know, rough and, 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 uh, you know, somebody that was faced with so many hard obstacles that he got beyond that and became this great person. So I think, you know, people are looking at it like, okay, I can do this too. You know, we don't have to stop, you know, with him, you know, more people are inspired to, you know, want to own their own business, you know, buy their neighborhoods up. And, and, And to me, that's the biggest thing, you know, like if, you know, I've always thought that, you know, the brick and mortar businesses in the inner city communities is where we need to start first. Like... The the grocery stores, the gas stations, the corner stores. Yeah. We should own that. Yeah. You know, and we shouldn't be ashamed of it. No. You know, I understand there's other cultures or whatever that own most of those shops now, but those should be owned by the people that live in those communities. So I think more people are starting to be more open to uh, owning a a shopping plaza in their neighborhood. Yes,
0: because... so. So in short, like his legacy would be like bet on yourself in ownership. Right? Because like him selling those mixtapes for hundred dollars, like like when I was what I was talking about yeah. previously. That's just betting on yourself. And when I was watching, when I can remember when I was first, like, like looking at stuff, like, who is this guy selling these CDs for $100 a piece? And the people were on there, like, I love his music. Like, I support him as an artist. I love his music. I'm buying CDs. Like, I'm yeah. like, really? Like, you really? You can actually get it for free, but you choose to purchase it for $100. Like, that's betting on yourself. That was the yeah. bet on yourself
2: part. That's, <coughs> that's the, the bet on yourself. Free. Yes. yes. Giving away for free or buying it for $10, $100. Yes. That's like, that's, that's betting on yourself.
1: Yeah. Yes. That's it's huge.
0: like bet on yourself and ownership. So yeah. that is like the legacy that he left, which and, is huge.
1: And a to touch on, to add on to what he said too. If you really, if you pay attention, another point that you can get from that is that self education is going to be the biggest benefit to your life like you can get education from school mm-hmm. but what you learn and what you decide to, to research and study outside of school is going to have a much bigger impact in your success and what you achieve and attain than, than what you get in regular school i agree high school period. didn't go
0: so i think that we need to put a period right there because what you said was so profound like, you're the self-education. He's he so deep. He's so deep, right? <laughs> so, like, meaning it's okay to, to go get your degree, get your, you know, whatever. Go to your institution and get your education. But your self-education and I don't know, like that just really touched home with me because, like, it seemed like the things that I have self-taught myself that I can apply to my life now are the most life-changing things in my life.
3: So that's I, really think, I think in addition to that... You have to be You going to just put
0: another edition on. Well, to the I, 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 I just I just want to add something. So it's a comma, not a comma? I want
3: to add something that Hit the bell. I feel right. like, I feel like you have to we have to be more aware of what we consume out here right now. Whether it's TV, food, everything that we consume makes a difference in our lives and the people around us. And we have to be aware of that. And I think that's one of the things that he realized as he progressed and grew in his life and career is that he needed to consume things that was going to not only benefit him, but his community and the people around him. And that's to me, that's a huge lesson. Like once you start really paying attention to what you're consuming, you know, not just physically, but you know, mentally and, 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 and unconsciously, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? We, we, we surround ourselves in, in some environments and sometimes we consume negativity, you know, right. we got to be careful with that. So, so, you know, like I said, that's just something I felt like needed to be added in there. I'm yeah. sorry.
0: No, that was okay. So that a period. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that wasn't just an expression. That was a real That was a real period. <laughs> okay.
0: So, um, Nipsey, on March 31st, 2019 of this year, he was gunned down in front of his Marathon store in um, Shopping <laughs> Plaza, Strip Mall. That's someone he knew. And he actually put this play, this store in place to employ people that were transitioning from jail, that maybe needed a place to work, and, like, up-and-coming rappers. Like, he just, he put this in his own community, and that's where he was gunned down at. I want to touch on gun violence in our neighborhoods like have we become so like numb to gun violence like i still cannot believe that he was gunned down in front of the marathon store like it still is not it makes me so emotional to just even think of it. Like, how did this happen? Like, what the fuck are we doing as a community that this man was gunned down in front of the marathon store?
3: That's where he where came you most, from. That's where you're most mm. comfortable. That's, that's where you where came. from. That's where you came from, though. So,
0: so right. So even though that's where he came from, so we want to say, like, when well, you make it big, make sure you give back to your community. Well, we're giving back to my community. This is the same community that will kill me in front of the thing that I put there to help them with gun mm-hmm. violence. Like, how is this affecting our mm. community?
1: that's the part about it that bothered me about what happened is that whether it be him or malcolm X or whoever it's the fact that we extinguish our own lights it's like we snuff out our own lights the people that come here that that are here that are helping people that look like us to get jobs to become more aware to become more conscious like we kill them like whether you say the government paid somebody to kill malcolm x or the government paid somebody to kill him you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. or, he, or he just did it out of anger regardless of the fact we shouldn't be the ones taking out the people that are helping us and people like us to, be, to better ourselves like that's your brother sister cousin mother somebody that was benefiting from him what he was doing you yes. know what I'm saying and so like why would why would we be willing to take out it's just unfortunate let me say that we are willing to take out the people that are here helping us yeah progress because
2: many mad. people in love with you, there's that many people that
3: hate you. That's you know? right. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. We and think
2: everybody love you, but they don't. It's they just don't. unfortunate, you
3: know? though. Yeah. I think people like that, I mean, we see it in our city. Some people, that's all they have is their gun. Mm-hmm. They don't. They don't have anything else. They can't express themselves or they don't feel like they can express their anger or or the way they feel any other way other than pulling a gun out and shooting it. So we got to figure out how to reach these people that are in these positions that you feeling so helpless and hopeless and angry that you got to shoot somebody to get your point across.
0: I never thought about that. So, you think that there is some people that that's, they feel as though that's all they have. Like, I'm going to bust my gun because yeah. that's all I know. That's, what, what, and that's and what else? What else do I have? That's it. I
3: that's think, all this guy had. He gave his whole life up.
0: He just came home from jail, too.
2: I think we have become numb, though. I, I think, think we've become I think very I've numb. become numb. I have, too. It, um, it only really impacts me when I see it impact other people. Like... Kids and see the families and yes, see, then like when I watch the news, it's like oh okay, another person did you know? Yes, I'm hoping it's not from Detroit. Yes, that's a shame. I'm hoping they're not black. Yes, that's a shame because it doesn't matter shame. really. Look. But yeah, I'm hoping they're not black. Hoping not from Detroit. Like, and then it doesn't affect me until I see their mother on TV crying. Yes, kids on TV crying because right.
0: then it's just like a news headline, right? Yeah. Like I'm scrolling on Instagram, Facebook, or however, whatever we just see it. and I can kind of look past it. Pause a minute, keep scrolling, and then I see the clip of the mother. Crying yeah. at the funeral, yeah. then it hits me.
3: Yeah. And, and usually, it's somebody with nothing to lose. It's most
0: oftentimes. It's most what, times. It's somebody. Everybody
2: with... has something to lose, though. I don't agree with
0: that. We all. Like
2: they have that. something to lose don't feel like they don't But they have something yeah. to lose. That's what
1: i and to even go deeper than that, to me, I feel like we need to, as a as a people understand and value the power and understand what we what we as a race bring to the table in this in this country and in this world like we even if you step outside of just like everything right like as a race like we are a, a non-violent people as a whole as compared when you look at all the stuff that was done to yes. us and what we've how we responded to that right yeah. and so with that these other people this other race still are fearful of us so, yeah so that 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 should let you know how powerful we are as a people like that we not even trying to we, all we want to do is live in peace and be happy and they still are scared of us so that means some they they are aware of the power that's here right mm-hmm. but i feel like I totally agree if you go if you go to i feel like the, the educational system I, I feel like the fact that They start you from elementary telling you that you were nothing but a slave. You were looked at as less than human. And I think that that being the initial um, introduction to yourself as a people in your race, I think it devalues your respect and and appreciation for yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think that if we came in from elementary and learned that we was kings and queens and that a lot of the mathematics and the political system and all this stuff came from people of color like you, I think it changes your image and understanding of yourself and your respect for yourself and the respect that you're going to have with your brothers and sisters.
0: I completely agree. Like, first of all, you said a handful. Like, and I agree with everything you said. Mm-hmm. Again, like, that was, that was good. And I, so my cousin, who, she's on a show sometime, um, she went on a field trip with her youngest daughter who's in elementary school. And... <laughs> They showed um, me her. It was funny to us, but it was good. So it was one of the little girls that was in her group on the field trip, and they showed them a picture of Cleopatra, and the little girl started going off. Mind you, the little girl was, like, seven. Mm-hmm. She's like, that's not Cleopatra. Cleopatra was black. Like, black. somebody black. at home black. taught her, like, black. the real deal. So they they were, like, singing, like, regular, like, you know, little mm-hmm. kid songs. This little girl started singing Man in the Mirror by Michael Jackson. <laughs> And my cousin was she texting. Was woke. Yeah, she was so <laughs> woke. My cousin was texting me like, "Okay, whose woke daughter is this on this field trip that's getting all these kids and teachers together?" So I think that everything that you just said ties back to the self education portion of it mm-hmm. because no matter what the schools teach my child, mm-hmm. I have the right to teach my child whatever I choose to teach them at home. Right. So I think that everything that we're talking about it starts at home first. I Mm -hmm. think that sometimes it can become exhausting because you're trying to get adults to take on your opinions and your views. And even though they may be right, that could be exhausting. But it's not exhausting when you're putting this into your own children. Mm -hmm. Start at home. I don't know how many times I've had conversations with quote unquote like woke men or you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, but your kids still do a whole lot of fuck shit that they shouldn't be doing. But you're trying to talk to me for two hours about what I'm doing with my grown life. Mm-hmm. Well, why don't you take the same message and apply it to the people that you actually have an effect on mm-hmm. your own kids?
3: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But what about the kids that don't have a structured home life that have a broken home life?
0: Just because you have a broken home life doesn't mean that your parent can't self-teach you.
3: I'm saying no parents. Yeah. There's kids out here with no parents. Well, there's always that. that. Yeah, there's what?
2: always that. In every community. But you know what else? Sometimes you got to let your kids follow their own path, too. You know, like, to me, like, college and that structure is for the parents. We want to be able to say yeah. our kids go to this school, graduate. Graduated, Sometimes yes. your kids want to take a different path, and it's the right path for their life. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Even when it's like. Dropping out of high school It's like No my god You cannot drop out of high school But yes. Their path is gonna lead them somewhere Only they know You know yes. Sometimes mm-hmm. you gotta let your kid be free And leave their You know If you uh-huh. talk them right They'll end up in the right place. So, yeah. so
0: when you bring up the kids That like come from broken homes yeah. With no parents Because I was Kind of just thinking about Things that we do have control over yeah. So I don't have control over The kids that yeah. come from broken homes With no parents Like what would be your suggestion?
3: Well I think the uh, biggest problem is more about the capital capitalist society that we live in. Yeah. Like capitalism is really what separates the rich from the poor, okay? And I think poverty is what breeds these type of behaviors and and and. Sure. The lack of having things and having the life that mm-hmm. you sure. feel like you should have or or seeing, you know, all of this glitz and glamour in this country and you're not able to, to have it. So that makes you angry alone. Mm-hmm. But just like what Nipsey realized is that I've got to dig into this capitalism in order to make a difference Mm -hmm. okay and high school education college education has nothing to do with that the government itself wants you to be in commerce it wants you to take advantage of being in business and uh generating uh jobs and 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 growth for the country so we have to acknowledge and be aware of that that whether you work a job or whatever, you should still have some type of involvement in commerce and in business because that is what this society is built on. And if we don't educate our community and our families and and whoever uh, about capitalism, then we're 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 going to continue to see these same things happening because that is really where I feel like the problem starts is the the people's lack of involvement and, and having their uh, their lives uh, built in a way that they want to. Like, you need money. <laughs> this right. is the bottom line. So We're well, so. we involved
1: in capitalism, but we just need to learn how to stop being just only a customer. That's the issue.
3: Oh, that's, that's what I'm
1: saying. You know, like, we, need
3: you, to, we, need, we need to own so. businesses. We need to understand how to operate in commerce in this country, whether it's with the government Retail consumers, whatever, we have to be involved in commerce, period. So,
0: so, so, my thing is like going back to my original point. So, if that's your take on it, right, then I would expect for you as a father. To be instilling what you just said directly Absolutely. to your ch- to Absolutely. your kids, Absolutely. right to your children. Absolutely. So your kids are will know, and I know you personally, so I know that this is how you actually live your life. So I'm not talking about you particular. I'm just talking about like you people and people that think like you in general. Mm-hmm. Black mm-hmm. men that think like you. You mm-hmm. understand what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. they have kids, mm-hmm. right? So instead of you trying to get me to understand your point, mm-hmm. take that same energy and mm-hmm. direct that to your kids because yeah. that's mm-hmm. who you're going to have the biggest effect on. Absolutely. And and that's what it needs to be instilled into. Absolutely. And, and more
3: uh, programs that that foster entrepreneurship uh, in our community. Yes. That 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 uh, you can bring in these children that may not have an adult uh, or a parent that's so, telling them and so, showing them. But so there's minute. something there educating these children on on how to get involved in So we've
0: seen this and I, it's so crazy because like we're just like having this conversation and the first thing we, what you just said popped in my mind was Boys in the Hood when furious took them down to the neighborhood that was that that was him doing it on a smaller level i don't have a um, a whole program where i'm taking a bunch of inner city kids and showing them this i have my son and his friend Mm -hmm. and i'm going to plant this friend from a broken house yes his friend from a broken home that doesn't have a father (laughs) you know i'm going to take them and i'm going to plant this seed into both of these boys and we'll see wherever it grows absolutely like that's that is the thing that we need
1: absolutely and to add on to what he said like to go back to when he was talking about owning our own grocery stores and things of that nature, which I think we should do the brick and border mm-hmm. I, I definitely think that segregation you know what I'm saying, like I think we should have our own stuff, but the building the point that I was trying to make is that I think we need we need to have our own schools so so I, that anybody can come to in the same way you can go to China and mm-hmm. go to a Chinese school but, yeah. it, but their curriculum is set up based on what they feel is good for them but yes. you can go there but it's based on what they feel is best I think we should have our own schools that are based on what we feel our people mm. need to know and learn in order to be successful which would include financial literacy but also to step on what he said too allow us to have a way to help some of these kids that are being raised by TV and music because yes. they don't have any parents right, giving them any guidance and right. so we we need, I think that having our own schools, and you have some people that are opening charter schools and things of the nation that are making a difference, but I just think we need to have more of our own schools. So, even, okay, so, that, we, so when you that. say like
0: have our own schools, I agree, right? I respect the person who feels the way you feel. It may not have the resources to do, open up their own school, but they choose to homeschool their own kids. Mm-hmm. Because I really feel as though we need our own school. So if I had my own school, mm. this would be what I would teach these kids. Yeah. But So I'm going to start with my own kids. Yeah, so sure. this has been tested and tried. Like, I homeschooled my own kids, taught them what I wanted them wanted to teach mm-hmm. them, and they are, they are applying these things to their mm-hmm. lives. So, like, on a, even on, like, a micro level. Mm-hmm. You understand what yeah, I'm saying? Like, yeah. so maybe I can't open up a school. I don't have those resources but i can damn damn sure like homeschool my own Mm -hmm. kids and teach them what i want to teach them Mm -hmm. even okay so the person that can't open up their own school like i send my kids to a regular institution but i teach i you know what i'm saying like self-teach them what we were just talking about right Mm -hmm. like so our self-taught education Mm -hmm. is the best so i self-teach my kids and Mm -hmm. it all kind of works together You have to get it out. Like, even if it's not on a huge level, because I think sometimes when you think of it on a bigger level, it can get kind of, like, too big and discouraging. So, like, don't worry about if you can't open up a charter school right now. Just teach your own kids. Teach your own nieces and nephews. Like, teach the kids in your community. Like, teach the—be kind to the kids that's on your block. Like, you have so many people that sit behind a computer, and they can have all of these thoughts and wishes, but you're mean to the people that's around you. Nobody around you even wants to listen to you. Like— Do that with the people you know.
1: Mm -hmm. For sure. For sure. Right? School is on my to-do list, though.
0: Okay. So, um, again, I've said this before. I haven't felt this way from Nipsey being gunned down. I still cannot believe we're actually doing this episode. But I haven't felt this way since Tupac was gunned down. And that's been a long time. I haven't. And I've thought about this for a long time. I haven't cried. Like, I haven't had emotion for an entertainer since Tupac. Mm-hmm. I was in high school when it happened. Like, really? Like, this is crazy. So you, then you start to think about all of the Nipsey and Tupac comparisons. And we all had this conversation the other mm-hmm. night, and I thought it was very interesting. And I want to get Mr. White's um, thoughts on the Nipsey and Tupac comparison.
3: So, I know, you know, people are probably going to disagree, but... <laughs>
0: That's what you're here for, I, I will
3: I will say, you know, first off, I am a Tupac fan. However, I felt like this incident has a bigger impact than when Tupac died.
0: So, can I just say, I believe that the impact may seem bigger because of the internet
3: of course and that and that is most people's argument is that because social media and the way and we the, are the connected internet. now yes. Yes. that it's a bigger impact mm-hmm. okay Th- that's totally fine That's a good argument however i think more people are inspired by nipsey hustle and i think it's affecting more individuals because we looked at him as someone we could relate to That we were basically rooting for You know, because he His story is so It's, it's, it's a crazy story That this guy, you know, lived Tupac's a certain way Tupac's story was way. crazy as well Yeah, but, but I feel like Tupac Nipsey is who Tupac really wanted to be Like, Nipsey was the authentic He was the real Are you saying it,
0: Tupac was not authentic?
3: Well, I'm not saying he. he even to a... <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying that Tupac wasn't authentic, but Tupac was not a a, a, a gang member by um, him living in that neighborhood. Okay, he was a, he was a a gang member like honorably. Was Tupac a gang member? Uh, yeah. I don't think well, Tupac was well, a gang well. Okay. Well, um, uh, he he kind of portrayed himself as like a blood like the mob the he hung around mob pi and and most of the people that came up in that era basically said that a lot of the the mob gang members adopted him like he was one of them like he was one of the homies and if you look at tupac during that time he kind of portrayed that now you he you can say oh no, you know, he didn't portray himself as a yeah. gang member, but right. Nipsey really came from that lifestyle. And so because- and he elevated yeah. beyond that to a point where he was becoming a great not just rapper but a great person. Yeah. So He was- So I don't
0: think he was becoming a great person. I think he was a great person just yeah. as well as Tupac he- was a right. great person. Okay. But go ahead
3: No, I was just gonna say
1: that when you look at it, the difference is like when you say, yes, Nipsey was actually a gangbanger, Tupac was not a a gangbanger. But what happened is that Nipsey had an impact on people that knew of him. But when he died, because of the internet and social media, A lot of people found out about him afterwards, and now they're expressing how they, how oh, I didn't know he did this, and I like what he's doing, and blah blah blah. You didn't, but when Tupac died, everybody basically knew Tupac and what was going on. But Tupac was an activist.
0: He, Tupac was an
1: activist. He was more focused on being an activist, and you got to look at the fact that Tupac was twenty six, not thirty three. Like you got to right. ain't no and telling he, what Tupac would have did by the time he was thirty three. Absolutely, absolutely,
3: but we not, we're not we not talking about but what he would have done outside no, of that. We're talking about what he did.
1: Point, what I really think is why can't they both be great? They, and they will. Both and they both are, are. They like, both are. No need, they I'm are. A, not I'm no disagreeing with that. No, no they are. We had a bigger impact. But we are comparing. No, we're not comparing. What
2: I think what it is is that. Nipsey is the Tupac of this generation. Right. Tupac is our generation. Our generation. And, and our, gener- our generation was not thinking on the level of this generation. This then. This generation is like. Way more into owning and having their because own... because they've been exposed to more because it's, it's of the totally internet. My generation wasn't doing it at 26 years old. Right. We weren't yes. Well, well, then,
3: right. it, so then he something. had a bigger impact because of the internet. No, there. okay,
0: right. So listen, so this is what... okay. So listen, listen to what I'm saying. So our generation is the boys in the hood when Furious took his son and his friend down to the hood and gave them this great like real yeah. estate wealth, right? And this generation, that same father, instead of taking him, his son, and one boy, he'll make a video. On Facebook or, or, or Instagram YouTube. Yeah. or YouTube, and it'll and, reach, and,
3: and that gives you a bigger reach.
0: That will give you a bigger reach and bigger impact, right? So nobody is not. We just said that at the beginning, oh, okay. right? No argument. We just said this the the generation is, oh, okay. is, is
2: that's their Tupac. He even said in his song, "He's the Tupac of his generation." Right? Yeah, yes. Tupac in our generation was this. He right.
3: was
0: this. It impacted us like yes.
2: this.
3: That's what I agree. I agree. Let, However, let I agree. And, 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 and we have to give credit.
0: Wait a minute. We have to give credit to Tupac for reaching as many people as he did without, without the, the internet. internet. Yeah. Without Absolutely. the internet. Like, yeah. this man's reach was. Worldwide, literally phenomenal, and World like worldwide. so. When I see the same things where people are like, you know, all of the conspiracy theories, and everyone is coming out, is the same exact feeling when Tupac died. Like mm-hmm. you could research this shit for hours, and you still won't. It's like absolutely. a rabbit hole.
3: Tupac didn't get a letter from the president, though. Tupac so,
0: did not get. A, but it, let me. That, but but let Obama me tell you something. If Obama I,
3: was, oh, pregnant,
0: oh, was
2: president, yeah, think If Obama was president, I don't think so. Absolutely. Oh my god. What? I
3: don't
0: think so. What? Obama Let me tell you something.
3: Tupac had a lot of negativity surrounded Tupac by him.
0: Tupac would have had been the Barack Obama's right hand man. No, what Jay think, is to so. Barack, not,
3: that would have been Pac. I do not, think so. not, so I do not think so. I know so. Obama I said he didn't know
2: Nipsey. So. He said his kids saw him Absolutely. Nipsey. So right. he might not have known Tupac, but his kids would have sure known. him. He definitely
1: would have Tupac. known. You
0: know. So I don't think, I think it's unfair for you to slight Tupac. Like for Nip, like they can both exist in the same energy. They are great.
1: Let them both be great. Right. I
0: didn't ask for comparison You did.
1: You did. I did, did. not. And plus too, are, I was that's not too, what I meant. People, people. Yeah, people are comparing. People are comparing. Are comparing. And,
0: and because people are comparing. And not... even myself, like I said in the beginning, let me get back on track. Whatever that my I haven't felt this way since Pac died. So of course, if the feelings are absolutely, so this, you, you're
2: you're 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 seeing for the, you're checking for the similarities. the and, similarities and and Nipsey and
3: Nip- and Nip- and Nip- compared himself to, right. to right. Pac So, so, that's not the so he, it's that only natural. It's only now, natural yeah, on only for us
1: to compare. No. No. Right, you can let them both be great. <laughs> they are yeah. both great. I'm, pro- both. I, I'm not
3: taking that away like, from how how either one
0: it, of them. Is it that he's like uh it seems like, I don't know, like when people of course when they die is like everything they say is like so like I'm prolific. Profile, yes, right. and then he had it tattooed on his face. Like yeah. <sighs> it, I can that's remember my when my face tattoos tattoo. first came out it that's was like the tattoo. worst thing you
1: could ever do
3: but I'm gonna get one on my face mm-hmm. a That's a prolific that's my and hey, you got no. kids you <laughs> going to parent parenting no. conference with prolific tattoos outside no, I'm, of I'm the lying.
0: podcast we done and I wanna close and Alexa play Hustle and Motivate <laughs> that's what he did like that's that's Hustle and Motivate One Girl One, Girl, one Mic podcast we out
1: peace oh goodness
0: Pull up the motor I got a show today, it's all I'm trying to do, hustle and motivate, choppers are throw away,
1: hustle the overweight, that's why they follow me, huh, they think I know the way, cause I took control of things.